Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Accepted Authority Podcast. I'm Greg Roworth, and I'm your host on this podcast, talking to you about how you can overcome growth challenges in your consultancy practice. Today and over recent weeks, we've been talking about being the accepted authority. And today, what I want to talk about is who appoints you as the authority. Now, this is a, probably a challenging question for a lot of consultants because we tend to struggle with differentiation. And uh, as most um, consultants in our field, we typically do fairly common work to what other consultants will do. You know, our competitors are um, doing the same types of work for similar types of clients that we work for. So how can we have any claim to being an authority in our field when we are doing the same sort of work as most of our competitors? And that's really the question, isn't it? Who, who makes you the authority and what makes you do the authority? Now, last week we talked about the three elements of being an, an accepted authority, and those elements give us a clue as to what we can do to claim authority because most of us can't claim to be an authority in a broad sense across the whole market. So it comes down to being an authority in a narrow field. And that's where having that specific ideal client identified and the specific problem that we solve for them so clear that we can claim authority in that. And that's where we can really target our authority positioning. So when we've got a real good understanding of who our ideal clients are and what particular problems we solve and the fact that, as we identified last week, we solve that problem in a unique way, then we can claim authority in that. Now, who appoints us as an authority? Because if we go around claiming that we're an authority, if we go around saying, you know, look at me, how great am I, then we probably turn off most of our audience and we certainly don't want to do that. So how do we appoint ourselves as an authority? Because really that's what it boils down to. No one is going to give us authority unless we claim that authority positioning. So in our marketing, it's not about claiming that we're an authority. It's about demonstrating our authority. Demonstrating our authority means that other people see that authority and they will agree that we are the authority. But we first have to step up and believe that we are the authority. Now, what does that mean? Now, being the authority really means that you're a thought leader. You're someone who sees things differently from other people and has a different approach to solving the problem that others are trying to solve as well. And maybe you're the only one who can successfully solve that particular problem. That really gives you authority. Being unique in the market is what gives you authority positioning. So to claim authority is to really have a different approach and a different way of solving a particular problem to the way other people doing do it. 
So when it comes to being the authority and claiming authority, what is it that you think about differently from others? So when you go back and really assess and analyse the way that your competitors solve the problems that you solve, what are they doing differently from you and what are you doing differently from them? What are you doing differently for that specific small niche of clients that are your ideal clients? And what's different about their situation than about the general market situation? So think about those differences because this is where authority is important. And I said earlier, you can't be the authority across the board. You know, very rarely can anyone claim authority across a very broad range of different situations. It's got to be a very specific level of authority. But that doesn't matter. Even if you're an authority in a narrow area, well, really, that's what all authorities are. You know, there's a specific area or level of authority. When you think about what is authority, you know, we think about policemen, we think about teachers, we think about clergy, people who have an influence and maybe even a more um, specific level of direction regarding how we behave. So when we think about authority in that context, we're thinking about having our clients be influenced by our thinking and our, our communications, by what we say to them. We expect them to behave a certain way because of what we say. So even a policeman only has a limited range of authority. They are an authority in the areas of the law, but in areas of theology, for example, they have no authority. We've got to go to the clergy for that. In areas of science or mathematics, clergy and police aren't the authority in science and mathematics. We've got to go to a teacher for that. So in your range of authority, in your range of expertise, you are able to claim authority in that specific area. And you don't have to be an authority in anything else. So thinking about what it is you can claim authority in, it pays to really be clear about that and to really understand that there is a way of doing things differently from others that you understand and you are able to articulate the reasons why that's the case. So being the authority and claiming authority, it first comes down to you understanding what it is that you can do differently and that you have a level of expertise that is different from your competitors and really standing your ground and staking your position around that. When you can claim a different point of view and, and a way of doing things that is different and ideally better than your competitors, that solves a problem in a more efficient or more effective way. It solves a problem more quickly or more um, constructively and maybe more permanently than others, then you can claim authority. So when it comes then to being the authority, it's not, as I said, it's not about 
saying how great you are and promoting yourself in that you are the top authority. Because who's going to believe that? You know, that's not how we assert and, and claim our authority positioning. We must do that by demonstrating our authority. And the way we demonstrate authority is to use our thought leadership, to use our opinions, to use our uh, perspectives and ways of thinking in our communications, in our marketing, uh, in our content that we put out, whether that's on LinkedIn or on our blogs or YouTube or wherever that may be. It's about using that different point of view to create a different a, um, a, what, different belief, really. It's about changing our clients' beliefs about how they see things. So instead of seeing things in the general way that the market might look at things and looking at how the generally accepted position around that situational problem might be, to come out and say something different is to be able to change their belief. And we need to not just say something differently, but actually say it in an authoritative way that will change someone's belief. Because unless their beliefs are changed, then we're not being the authority. We're just a voice in the wilderness shouting out, hoping that someone will hear us and maybe no one's paying attention. So to be the authority, we actually have to claim that attention, change those beliefs and have people then start to follow our way of thinking and our way of doing things to get the results that we know are better than the way that they would get them from any of our competitors. So it comes back to you, first of all, believing that you're the authority in that narrow sense in that narrow field of expertise that you can claim authority about. Then stepping up and claiming that authority by stating your opinion, by not being afraid to be contentious. Sometimes we have a feeling of we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to upset anyone or um, upset anyone's feelings. But really, if we play it safe, then that's not being an authority. An authority is not someone who plays it safe. An authority is someone who breaks the mould. An authority is someone who's not afraid to upset the general opinion about things or upset the generally accepted way of thinking. Authorities are disruptive in the marketplace. An authority is someone who's willing to break the mould and change the way that people think. So to do that in a constructive way, in a way that people are going to pay attention and are going to listen to you and ultimately take action because of that, it's a way of communicating effectively so that people, first of all, see that you understand their situation. And that's probably the primary element of getting attention and getting people to listen is to help them see that you actually understand them in their situation then when they start to listen, shaping their thoughts and beliefs around what's wrong with the existing status quo, what's wrong with the way the market thinks currently, what's wrong with the way your competitors are doing things. Talking about that in a way that potentially may upset your competitors, <laughs> but really, do we care? 
talking about it in a way that people find new hope, new hope that the way they've tried things before and failed, maybe there's a different approach now that will work and solve the problem. So providing that new hope in a way that demonstrates a practical approach to achieving that success. We've got to lay out the step-by-step system and process that we're going to take that's different from our competitors. We want our competitors' ideas and methods to be the old way, the way of the past, the way that things used to be done. Now we have a new way. We've discovered a new approach that has better result than the old way. So when we talk about the new way and how we do things systematically, authoritatively, successfully, our clients understand that we are the solution for them, that we have the solution for them, that we're the authority for them. Then they will think about working with us. They will believe that we are the only ones who can really successfully solve their problem in a way that our competitors can't. Positioning ourselves in that manner gives us a huge advantage over our competitors. It creates that differentiation that we're looking for. It breaks us out of the mould. It takes us out of that price competitive situation that we often find ourselves in without that difference. So this is the way to be different, to be authoritative, to claim that authority and to be seen as the authority. So my recommendation is to appoint yourself as the authority first, go out into the marketplace claiming that authority by demonstrating it, not by talking about yourself, talking about your clients and how you can solve their problems in a way that they believe you, they understand that you can succeed and are willing to change their beliefs and back you to do that work for them. So I hope that you can see the difference between the way that most of us approach it in that undifferentiated state where we're providing services, we're offering services that are just the same as everyone else and the different way of seeing that to be an authority is about a different methodology and a different approach, a different way of thinking, a different belief than the rest of the market has and talking about that in your communications and in your marketing. So that's it for today. This has been Greg Roworth of Business Fight Path. This is the Accepted Authority podcast. If you want to find out more about how to become the accepted authority in your field, then I recommend you go to my website at businessflightpath.com and take advantage of the information we have there. Or alternatively, go to Facebook or LinkedIn, just do a search for Greg Roworth and you'll find me where you can find a lot of positive content around authority positioning, how to become the authority and how you can be seen as the accepted authority in your field. So that's the accepted authority for this week. I'm Greg Roworth. I wish you all the best and looking forward to catching up with you again next week.